Open a 5.30% annual percentage yield 11-month certificate from Royal Credit Union. Open now at rcu.org slash certificate 530. Early withdrawal penalties could reduce earnings and principal. APY accurate as of 8-21-23. Insured by NCUA. This offseason has been, well, boring. So we're spicing things up with T-Swift eras and sports rival relationships. As always, we're brought to you by New Voice Studios, presented by Top North, Soda Stick, Royal Credit Union, Greenbelt, Livia, and Jim Beam. This is Season 4, Episode 191. At Jim Beam, they know the importance of tradition. Like chanting, let's play hockey prior to the start of each game, or playing the state of hockey anthem after a wild win. This season, raise one to your fan family with the bourbon that invites us all to come as friends and leave as family. Jim Beam Bourbon Whiskey, the official bourbon whiskey partner of the Minnesota Wild and XL Energy Center. Drink smart. Jim Beam Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume. Copyright 2021. James B. Beam Distilling Company, Incorporated, Fairmont, Kentucky. What's going on? Or no, no, that's not how we start the show, Kirsten. Hello, everybody. What's up? Bar Down Beauties, episode 191. I'm Jesse Pierce, writer for NHL.com. She's Kirsten Kroll, the face of the Minnesota Wild, as we have deemed her. Kirsten, let's just let's just get it out of the way. This is the most boring offseason for the Minnesota Wild I have ever had, which I enjoy. We have nothing to talk about. I literally think the only two things that have happened in the last four months are our good friend, Patty Maroon, and then Gus getting signed, like an yeah. extension or a new contract. Just not, I mean, we've had weddings, I guess we talked about. Ah, yeah, we know. have had some weddings. Had I guess. some wedding fun, which was cool. Congrats to Ryan Hartman, Marcus Felino filling us in on that. I did get confirmation, Kirsten. So I spoke with Matt Boldy for a USA hockey feature I am working on. Check out that October issue cover story, baby. Um, and I asked Mr. Boldy. <clears throat> if he could confirm or deny his dance skills. And if he in fact found himself to be a good dancer. And he said, absolutely. He said, as the night goes on, he gets even better, which I think most of us can agree with for yes. our own dance skills. But uh, congrats to Matt Boldy for, for being a better dancer than potentially Felino suggested. I think we're going to have to have a dance off this season to really yes. confirm, but Boldy thinks he's Can good. Can we just on a real note, have him be bad at something? He's good at hockey. Apparently <laughs> he's great at golf. Now he's apparently a good dancer too. Like, can we just have him be <clears throat> bad at something? It would be nice. Yeah. Or like, yeah. And he's a nice kid too. On top of it all. Hate frankly. it. Hate it's, it already. It's not fair. Uh, Matt Boldy is playing up at the CRMC championship, the Canadian PGA tour at Craigins in Brainerd this weekend, Friday, if you are up there, it is wear your hockey jersey day. They're going to have some fun with it. Boldy tees off, I believe, at two at the Craigins course. He also golfs Thursday morning as well. But if you are up in the Brainerd, Nisawa area, for sure, check it out. I will be up there Friday evening doing a little work, doing a little not work. You know, one last summer fling, if you will. Uh, it should be good. Kirsten, what's been your favorite part of the off season when it's not hockey? Because lucky for us, the good thing about a boring off season, we've been able to enjoy summer, which I really appreciate. I'm going to be honest. I haven't been able to do that much. I've been <laughs> working a ton, which sucks for me. Um, but so I'm like just itching to get back to hockey. I'm like, okay, like let's get this thing started up again. I would say some of my favorite things getting to go out on the lake. Now that I live up here, I've actually been able to like fully live a 
Minnesota summer, because where I'm from, there's no, there's literally no lakes in Southeast Minnesota, like in the entire County, there's not one natural lake. And I'm not making that up. You can look it up. So being up here where there's lakes, like every five miles, I'm obsessed. Yeah. As you should be paddle boards. So yeah. get our paddle. Now I have one. Out. Yeah. Best purchase of your life. It was. I think so. Now, have you been to the state fair? Have you done the state fair yet? Not yet. I'm planning to on Wednesday. Maybe I'll go Wednesday as well. What will that be? be my your fifth time. time there? It'll be my third time. It'll be Since my third it's time. It's been open every single day. <laughs> There's just something about the fair. It's just kind of fun to walk around. Not to mention, I haven't gotten all of the foods and or drinks that I have set my sights on. So I have to go again. Like I can't can't do it all in one day. I got a lot of the drinks out of the way on Friday with um some of the things. I will say I was very disappointed in both of my food selections. Um, definitely skip the bacon wrapped mini donuts at Coasters. No, mm. not worth it. I was very excited about them. Not very good. Um, and then the hot honey sticks at Blue Barn, little fried halloumi. You know me and uh, Philip Gustafson love our Swedish cheese. They were okay. They, you know, Blue Barn to me is always like in Lulu's. I always have to get out there because they always have food and drinks that I like, but it's like in the middle of nowhere in the hottest section of the fair. So it's always kind of an end of the day thing. And I don't know, they just didn't, didn't quite hit the spot. I do recommend the peach sour at O'Gara's. Um, I did the dill pickle colosh at Giggles. I did the strawberry rhubarb at Giggles. Um, but there is one at the grandstand at the hideaway that is on my drink list. And then. I also, oh, the Irish butter ice cream was very good at Blue Moon. Mm. Highly recommend that. I'm very much one and done when it comes to the fair. Like I can go once, get it out of my system, and then I'm good. Plus you have Minnesota Wild Experiences. Brock Faber, Sammy Walker were there, I believe, Friday afternoon. I know Marcus Foligno and Jared Spurgeon will be out there this week, as will, I think, Mason Shaw, maybe Jake Middleton too. I can't quite remember. Go to wild.com, check that out. See, we can bring in hockey. Yeah, and also you could have got pizza from Vinny Letary at the state fair. You could have. That that was a misstep on your part. No, because it's it's funny you bring that up. So I found out that that was like Lou Nanny's kids station, God, five years ago, right? Because they've had it there forever. It's always been there. It's always in the same spot. And I've seen Vinny working it, and I've seen like Tyler Nanny working it, all those guys, right? And so every time when we're at Coasters getting a drink, I my husband reminded me that I say this. He's like, oh there's new Lou Nanny's place. He's like, you have to bring it up every time we walk by. So this year I didn't bring it up and I didn't suggest we go get food. So I skipped it intentionally to prove a point to my husband because I like to win. I'm very competitive in our relationship and that's just how that works. That's one I would have been willing to lose. So <laughs> I think you should have just done it. It's good food. I, and I, I just love like Italian food and like pizza and stuff. So it's, it's mm-hmm. good. I, I do enjoy it, but because he had to make fun of me. I was like, nay, we're going to skip this. Speaking of relationships and competition, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. I have a study that was sent to me literally just this morning about rivals and partnerships and relationships. So stay tuned. We're going to dive into that because again, really freaking boring off season. Thank you, Bill Guerin, for that. Because I And I don't mean that as facetiously as that sounded. I actually do kind of appreciate it because I've had a hell of a time away from the rink. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Jesse Pierce here with some exciting news to share. 
Livia Weight Control Centers was just named Minnesota's best weight loss program for the third year in a row. That's three years of gold standard, 14 years of changing lives. Celebrate with Livia today by joining and getting three months absolutely free. With Livia's doctor-recommended program, you could lose up to 10 pounds or more in your first two weeks. Look at me. I am down over 20 pounds and counting. Cannot believe how Livia has changed my life, not only physically, mentally, and emotionally as well. Join Livia today. Visit Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com or call 855-GO-LIVIA to get started on your weight loss journey today. They're the gold standard. Join up, sync up, have a great rest of your summer. Mention my name when you visit Livia and start your weight loss journey today. All right. So Kirsten, in my inbox, I am often inundated with different studies, different things. Oh, TV fans love this or, you know, yada, yada. Once in a while, I come across a very good one. Probably once every summer, a good one rolls into my inbox. Last summer, it was ranking the most handsome coaches, which was an atrocity as to how they actually rank those. Go back, listen to our episode when we discussed that. Today's another interesting one. The Grueling Truth did a study uh, revealing sports fans are least likely to date a supporter of their rival team. Now, we'll dive into more bits of this study, but let's just open it up. Would you date somebody? What Are we going to go? Let's go hockey for all, obviously, Bard on Beauty's sakes. Yes. Would you date somebody that was obsessed with the abs or the Blackhawks or maybe even the stars. I feel like those three might top our, our rivalry list. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree. Um, my immediate reaction was just like, yes, like to me, that seems like it would make it a lot more fun yeah. in the relationship. So I'm like, hell yeah, I would date somebody else. Like that would almost be a requirement. Um, but at the same time, the more I think about it, I'm like, God, that could just like get really annoying depending what season you're having. Like yeah. if let's say the wild were on top and just absolutely crushing everybody else, especially whatever opposing team it is your significant others cheering for, I would have so much fun gloating. But if the roles were reversed, I'd be pissed, right? Like I do. I think that's what it would be. And it depends. I think the level of severity that they have for their team, right? Like some people to me, like I love sports. I love competition and I can be maybe overly competitive. I think Kirsten could attest to that sometimes. I do. But at the same time, for the most part, I'm having fun with it, right? Like if the wild lose or it's not ruining my day, there's not a sports team that can ruin my day. Now you have those fans where it will ruin their day, possibly their weekend. And that I don't know. Connor Bedard can ruin all of our days. So, (laughs) oh, yeah, I don't. See, and Blackhawks fans, I've always found more annoying than Avs fans. So I'd have a tough time dating a Blackhawks fan for that reason. Not so much because I see them as their the wild rivalry, but because they're just obnoxious half the time. You know, what about football? Would you date like a Packers fan? I think I would. I don't know. I just see that's a tough one because they're real obnoxious. They are real obnoxious. But for whatever reason, I don't, I think maybe because there's less games and also the Packers haven't been as good as. Yeah, that's been fun. So I think because of that, I'm kind of like, they're not a threat. So sure. I would date a Still throw in like that. they. But also I can't get over the ugly colors. Like don't wear those around me. Don't put those in our house. Like, yeah, absolutely not. That's true. So maybe because of, I changed my answer. No, I couldn't date a Packers fan. Okay. Okay. Did you know, again, according to the grueling truth, 44% of American sports fans would choose watching a crucial game over a romantic date night with their partner. Would you be in that 44%? 
literally I would consider that a romantic date night. So yes, that would absolutely, that would be (laughs) ideal for me. I don't like doing things that are super over the top and like fancy because it like actually kind of makes me uncomfortable. Like what are we like? It just feels like you're trying too hard. That kind of like scenario is ideal. Like it just feels super comfortable, like everyday life, just something fun. So the amount that yes, absolutely the amount of Valentine's Day dates I've had to have with the while because they're playing on Valentine's Day have been just far too many that yeah romantic my husband and I have tried doing the romantic thing it usually ends up with one or both of us getting a little too drunk because we forget that like nice fancy drinks have a little bit more alcohol in them sometimes but mostly my husband that's it is he got drunk on New Year's Eve at a very fancy restaurant he thought the waitress was from Italy she wasn't from Italy but he was just that was it an Italian restaurant an Italian restaurant okay okay that makes it a little better like you're not just like she was wearing a sleeve she was wearing a sleeve I will never eat at Applebee's don't you ever put that in the same I love Applebee's Applebee's. don't speak ill of Applebee's like that TJ I fry no I'm not no I'm above those okay I'm not not above a dive bar I am far above Applebee's don't ever say you're above Applebee's no one is too good for Applebee's no I am no it's oh please I I refuse I don't even like driving by them I just I love Applebee's half apps at 9 p.m can't beat it yeah hard pass hard pass on microwavable food uh (laughs) more than one in three U.S. sports aficionados would rather spend an evening out with their sports hero than with their partner absolutely Uh, that's like a once in a lifetime thing well, okay, that's where like I challenge you a little bit because sometimes it's not like uh, I'm trying to figure out how to word it because it's not like I'm hanging out with celeb like <laughs> my heroes. Yeah. So I guess maybe, but like for some people at the same time, like it is like more common, especially like working in the industry, I guess. Yeah, but even though I think working in it though, it's still it's very rare that you're like quote unquote hanging out with them, right? Yeah, I'm but I feel like, like I don't know. That's tricky. Are they still your heroes if you're working with them too? I don't know. They say never meet your heroes. They never said anything about working with them. <laughs> I mean, true. Excuse me. I'm thinking like if Gretzky was like, hey, Jess, do you want to come out and meet me out at this bar? I Yeah. Like your husband can't come. I'd be like, that's fine. He would understand too, I think. I kind of feel, at least from what I've seen on social media, though, like Gretzky's a lot more accessible than a lot of other yeah superstars. Like Like, he's always out and about. And like I saw that he was like at the golf course the other day just because I mean, not that that's a rare occurrence for a hockey player, (laughs) a former hockey player to be on the golf course. But I just saw that he was there the other day and somebody on Instagram posted a picture with him. So I just feel like that he's a little more accessible. I don't know. I mean... Yeah, I suppose that's true. If you going back to the opposing team, so again, grueling truth said one in ten uh people would not it would be a deal breaker to have their partner cheer for a rival team, which again feels like a high percentage. Uh would you consider going to your partner's favorite team if they were the opposing team? Like would you go to a Blackhawks game with your partner? I absolutely you, would. I yeah. would. I could be a fake fan. I could be a decoy. 
I'd like, go to Lambeau for a Packers game. As much as I wouldn't want to date a Packer fan, I would absolutely go to Lambeau. I would wear my Vikings jersey proudly because I stir the pot, because I'm fed up. See, that's the other problem. That makes it more fun. It makes it more fun. I get a little cocky. I get a little cocky. It's a it's a little problem I'm I might shocked. have. I am shocked. <laughs> this is the first I'm hearing of that. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I just, I, you know, like to push the buttons a little bit. If it gets done to me, absolutely not. It's a total deal. Like <laughs> You can't push my buttons. It's rude. But I don't know. 12% of people would not feel comfortable going to a live sports event with their partner if their partner was supporting the opposing team. That just 12% said they would? Well, they would not feel comfortable. Okay, then you're dating the wrong person. Like, I'm sorry to tell you that, but if you're not comfortable doing that, like, yeah. you're probably not in the right relationship. Like, that seems like a red flag to me. I know. So, of Vikings fans, again, they did a lot of football because everybody always does a lot of football. Vikings fans, 18% would want their partner to support the Vikings. Arizona Cardinals. Apparently, the Arizona Cardinals will not touch you if you don't support the Arizona Cardinals. So, Cardinals fans... Very high, 67%, followed by the Chargers, 46 the Vegas Raiders at 38 Um Raiders does not surprise me. Like, no, the, that fan base, crazy. when they were in Oakland, like, yeah, intense. The Saints, they don't care. Saints fans, who dat? They don't, they don't care if you don't support them, whatever. The Packers, a low 9%, which I feel is, I'm going to call, lie. I, that I feel like Packers fans would not... I know even like my friends that are Packers fans and the amount of shit they talk constantly to me for no reason, unprovoked, mind you. And then I provoke it further, but I can't see, I mean, for a number of reasons, I can't see me, myself dating any of them because I don't think they would want to date me because I'm a Vikings fan. Yeah. Um, I would probably put, I can only imagine the Patriots would be up there too. Well, let's see. Patriots, would... 22%. I feel like that's low. I but maybe the because they've won so much, they don't care. That's true. It doesn't surprise me. Uh, Steelers are up there, too, at 35%. Seahawks, oddly high, at 23 uh, That doesn't surprise me, either. No? 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 I think that fan base is very diehard. The Bears seem a little low, 18%. That feels like a diehard. The Jets at 10% seems really low, too. Where are the like Lions the at? Ends. Lions are... 12 percent. that i feel like that's a little low too bears they've been well i guess in the same sense then needs to go for both both teams have been so bad for so long <laughs> like they're probably like it's true yeah we don't care anymore all right it's it's interesting sports and relationships aren't they fun we're all in a relationship with the minnesota wild to some extent that's why our heart gets broken each and every first round it's uh it's a travesty let us know what you think would you date somebody that supported the blackhawks or avs or even the blues because again i think those are our top rivalries correct me if i'm wrong there i know the canucks used to be back in the day when we were in the northeast just feel like those three reign king right now when i will when i will say the stars need to be put up there stars too. need to be put up they've, there too, just they've been irritating more, me more than anybody else and i think yeah. most people can attest to that recency would suggest that the jets used to be you know like yeah. it used to be a fun little rivalry we'll see let, let us know what you think what would you do answer some of these thank you to the grueling truth for giving us that fun 
content because as we've mentioned this will be the fourth time i'll mention it there is nothing happening this offseason there are no talking points i apologize we're getting there we're three weeks away from training camp we are just like two weeks away from um the prospects tournament which i've heard tell will be held here between st louis chicago and minnesota more details to emerge i imagine soon will Connor bedard be in st paul i don't know but we will find out so we'll have things to talk about we're gonna go shoot a fun promo video tonight stay tuned for that action i'm scared i'm terrified um scared like i'm putting my big girl pants on but i really am kind of regretting being like let's do this yeah no me too um i (laughs) i have a lot of reservations but i know it'll make great content so that's what you know what kirsten and i sacrifice our our bodies and and self that that sounds too much don't don't read really bad (laughs) well it was either that or like our tongues which are mouths i don't know what you're sacrificing but i might tap (laughs) out like i genuinely we're not tapping out so stay tuned to our social channels i don't think i'll be able to finish that's all i'm saying the things we do for content. Uh, if you'd like to sponsor and advertise with us, let us know. Because again, the things we do for content, you won't get anywhere else than right here on the Bar Down Beauties. But season five promo coming soon as well. We're going to take one more quick break. We've got a couple of questions to answer. Mostly Kirsten gets to get on the soapbox oh my, about Taylor. God about that. Oh my oh, God, my heart. I'm I so excited. Yes. So one final break. We'll be right back. Probably the only question we're going to get to in our queues with the Buttes because I can't imagine we will have enough time to get to another one after Kirsten answers. I'm not even going to try to answer it. This is just all you, girl. This is all Kirsten. (coughs) Excuse me. This comes from Dan Bradley. Which Taylor Swift era would you say the Minnesota Wild are in right now? Now, I feel, Kirsten, for the non-Swifties, even like myself, you'll need to explain the eras before we select, and then I'll let you go. So... I am now turning it over to you. The Taylor Swift era yeah. for the Minnesota Wild. Go. Um. Well, first, thank you for asking this question specifically targeted to me as well. You know your audience and I'm here to deliver. I'm very excited to do so. So this one is kind of like an awkward in between. And it's very hard before the season starts, especially when the off season has been so quiet to really get a gauge on it just yet. So please ask me this question again in three months and I can give you a more accurate answer. But right now I say the wild are in their fearless era, but about to enter their speak now era. And what I mean by that is fearless. That's when like Taylor was, you know, kind of like at the peak of her early career, as far as country music goes. And she just, I don't want to say didn't care, but just was very like naive in the sense, like just having fun, like doing what she wants, all this kind of stuff. But I say she's in between or we're in between because then the speak now era, that's when things kind of really came like crumbling down. Like that's when the whole Kanye West situation (laughs) happened and she got interrupted at the VMAs. And I'm I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you exactly, exactly. So uh, kind of like it was almost like kind of like a reality check, if you will, in a sense, being in that speak now. And then like that coming of age started to happen, where she kind of lost that naive, childlike sense and started really coming into her own. So I say the wild are that in between right now because I think this year we don't have money. We all know we don't have money, and like this year we're really gonna feel it. 
I realistically don't know how the wild are going to do this season. So I think, you know, especially last season, making the playoffs still kind of being in the state of hockey too. There's that hope every single year that you're going to be at the top. So I think with the wild, just kind of having that mentality, still feeling good at the start of the year, I feel that reality check will set in in a little bit. So I think the wild are in between their fearless and speak now era. Are these Taylor's versions? Has she released Taylor's versions for these eras? Are they, does that make Um, a difference? I'm going to say they're the non Taylor's versions just because the first time she recorded them, you know, it was just more raw than now in like doing it 10 years retrospect. But I'm so proud of you for asking that question. Thank you. I I'm trying. I, you are, and I'm proud. You're welcome. Uh, thank you, Dan, for asking that <clears throat> fantastic question. I'm sure a lot of people really, I think we're going to have to rename Bard on Beauties to like Bard on Swifties, probably <laughs> just for just the for amount of Taylor Swift content that. Tends- okay. But I would just like to say too, like, I'm no longer the one like bringing this up. Now people are coming to me with this. Like, but that's last episode, Marcus Felino was the one that brought it up. Like, I didn't even have to. <laughs> Well, he was going on to say how he's not a Swifty, which, you know, then in turn broke your heart, I believe. It did break my heart. My favorite player is not a Swifty. That's not okay. (laughs) Oh, the season can't start soon enough. Uh, Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Bar Down Beauties, episode 191. As always, I'm Jesse Pierce. She's cursed to crawl. We hope you have a fantastic week. Come see me out at Loggers this weekend uh, as I continue my Bevcart Dream Girl dream. That's not what I wanted to say. My Bev Cart girl dreams is what I meant to say. Thank you. Um, Shout out to them. Shout out to Talk North for featuring us on their network. Livia, the weight loss journey continues even with a few strays like at the state fair. Don't tell my dietitian. It's a secret between us. Uh, Also, shout out to Royal Credit Union, less fee, more free, Jim Beam, Soda Stick, and Grain Belt. Starting in September, we will have our first live show with Grain Belt, so stay tuned for more information on that as well. More coming out about Season 5, all the good stuff. Again, let the countdown to hockey begin. I think we're at like 40 days, something like that. Yeah. 5 go. is my favorite number, so Season 5 is going to be the best yet. This is my last episode before I'm 27. This is my last episode as a 26-year-old. That's adorable and it's kind of depressing. Like now I'm starting to not like my birthday anymore. That's terrible. I know. <laughs> but I'm like, now I'm like, there's so much I haven't accomplished in my life yet. Oh, <laughs> like, continuously getting older. I believe believe you have mentioned that this was your peak. I mean, Bardown Beauties, you're welcome. You've 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 made it, I think. Yeah, I have. I have. So all of my best days are behind me now. So that's I literally walk like a hunched over grandma most days after I'm sitting down for too long. So it gets better. I'd like to tell you that. Um, it okay. Does. Yep. It's exciting. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share all that good stuff. We really appreciate you. Make some comments. Let us know what you think. And uh, we'll be back next week with some more Minnesota Wild hockey content. Probably Taylor Swift as well. Have a good one. Near, 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 near.